It's time for Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Brought to you by the Hippocrates Health Institute in West Palm Beach. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria and Brian Clement. Uh, Today we have an extraordinary program. Uh, When you look out the window, let's hope you're enjoying nature. And we're going to be enjoying Deborah Schwarzenberg, who is a founder of the Melanoma Foundation. Uh, In this country, people don't realize how widespread melanoma is. And it's a frightening disease. You know, there's many skin cancers, but uh, being in the field of health nearly 50 years, uh, when I hear melanoma, uh, it pauses me because it's a big problem and a lot of people don't survive melanoma. So tell us about your history and why you founded this organization. Brian, thank you. Uh, The Richard David Kahn Melanoma Foundation was founded over 20 years ago when my brother Richard died of a late detected melanoma Mm. and he was 45 at the time and we grew up on Miami Beach and we got sunburns and we didn't know about the dangers of the sun because when we were growing up that information wasn't available and people didn't talk about all the skin cancers and that it was the number one growing cancer in the country and that the deadly form of skin cancer is melanoma so he had a spot on his back which he ignored and by the time it was diagnosed, he died within 18 months. No kidding. Wow. And melanoma is a horrible disease, but what's so impactful, and the reason we started the foundation, is that you can save lives Mm -hmm. by just simply understanding how to prevent and early detect Mm -hmm. melanoma. So if you see a spot and you go to dermatologist, And so uh, what's the process for most people? The way you said it is exactly the truth. It's really easy. Yeah. You want to watch your skin. This is for the early detection part of it. Mm -hmm. You want to watch your skin. Yeah. Any spot that changes, they call evolving. And an evolving spot is what is usually a sign of a cancerous spot. So the minute you see a spot, you should watch your skin regularly. And if you see a spot change, you go to the dermatologist. And really, you're the best advocate because you know your skin the best. And you can say, that little spot, it wasn't there before. Please take it off. And then it's very easy to remove an Mm -hmm. early skin cancer. And then the rest is a nice long life. So, you know, whether it's squamous or basal, which are not deadly forms, but there's still skin cancers that cause deformities and cause problems. So those you want off as well, as quickly as possible. Mm. But melanoma, it's life-saving, which is why our foundation is all about education on prevention and early detection of skin cancer. So let's go back, you know, here in the studio, we know what evolving means. So let's imagine I had on my ear uh, Mm -hmm. or on my nose, a little black spot. What do we mean so that listeners around the world can understand what evolving means? What would that look like in a week or a month or two months from now? It may be slightly bigger. Mm -hmm. It may be rough. It Uh, may be rough around the edges. It may be changing color. 
-hmm. It may be a spot that begins to disappear. Oh, interesting. So, See, I didn't expect that. I didn't know that. Evolving is meant to define, and that's why they use that word. You know, they used to call it the ABCDs, and they'd say, watch for asymmetry or watch for the border irregularity, watch for color, watch for diameter. But then they realized there are those other cancers that are these little spots that just change. Yeah. And it's such a nondescript way to understand it, but it's perfect because then you're giving people the tools to understand what to do. Mm. And a lot of people have moles, so they wonder, are these cancerous? And but uh, you got to keep an eye on moles too. Correct. Mm. And that's why that evolving word is so important. Because yeah. those spots that are there and then been your, the whole, your whole life mm. never change, those aren't the ones that you need to worry about. It's the ones that change. Now, people are listening to us not only here in our beautiful, sunny state of Florida, where you're a native of, you know, it's, uh, congratulations, it's rare I meet natives <laughs> from Florida. We love it here. Yes. I've lived all over the world, and this is my favorite place. Mm -hmm. And I lived here a long time ago in the early 70s when Florida was extraordinary at that point. We used to dive right off the beach in coral reefs and down in Miami and Hollywood. And mm -hmm. But uh, it's not only in the Sun Belt that we have these problems. And uh, two things I'd like you to address. Is it really true that only fair-skinned people have to worry about it? And number two, what is the percentage? You know what the percentage is in the Sun Belt? Do we have double the amount or 5% more? Or, or, tell me those things. So number one, everybody has to worry about skin cancer, okay. right? African-Americans get melanoma, as do Caucasians. And equal, equal amounts? No. Okay. And there are different types of melanoma. Ah. Mm -hmm. But what is so important, and we say this a lot when we're talking to the high school students, when we're working with them and our Students Against Melanoma clubs, is that the people who have that olivey kind of skin mm. who don't sunburn think they're safe. They're not. Yeah. The uh. definition of being exposed to the sun is being in the sun too long. Yeah. So whether you're olive and get darker or get a sunburn, mm. you've been overexposed to the sun. So it's all about sun-safe behavior and about protection from the sun and the sun's UVA and UVB rays that makes the difference. So all people, all skin colors, all skin tones need to be aware. Now, do light-haired, blue-eyed, very light-skinned people. People look like you and me yeah, and Anne yeah. Maria. <laughs> they do have a higher incidence of melanoma. Yeah. So if yeah. we sunburn, yes. we will be more yeah. concerned about what will happen. Mm -hmm. But that being said, the rule is it's overexposure to the sun that causes skin cancer. All right, this is an interesting conversation. Yes, Everyone, get your, your pads out and uh, your iPads. I want you to write these things down because this may save your life and the life of somebody you love. We'll be right back in a minute. Sit and listen to the great music and we'll give you some information to help you and everyone you love. Roll out those 
lazy, crazy, hazy days of summer. Dust off the sun and moon and sing a song of cheer. Just fill your basket full of sandwiches and weenies. Then lock the house up. Hey, now you're set. And on the beach you'll see girls in their bikinis. <laughs> as cute as ever, but they never get them wet. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. Those days of soda and pretzels and beer. Roll out those lazy, hazy, crazy days of summer. You'll wish that summer could always be here. Melanoma Awareness Month, and do not forget how critical it is to protect your skin year-round. You can wear sunscreen regularly, make sure you wear protective clothing and accessories, and look out for harmful habits, avoid tanning beds, and limit too much sun when you're outside. But skin checks are probably the key line of defense. Make sure you're doing it yourself monthly. Check your body, look everywhere with handheld mirrors, and be thorough. But in addition to checking yourself every month, it is probably time to get your skin checked by a professional. Make an appointment with a dermatologist at least once a year for an examination, and it's time to do that right now. This appointment could end up saving your life. Prevention is your primary line of defense against melanoma in May and year-round. This message is brought to you by Hippocrates Health Institute. Now back to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria and Brian Clement from Hippocrates Health Institute. Uh, we're speaking about an incredibly important subject, not only here in sunny Florida, but all over the world, and uh, talking about melanoma. 
uh, with Deborah, who basically founded an organization after she lost her very young brother, 45-year-old brother, in an 18-month period. Here he was, I assume, a strapping, healthy young guy. Did he have a family? He did. He had a wife and two children. Okay, and, and mm -hmm. he's diagnosed with melanoma, and he's gone in a year and a half. So I understand this month is Melanoma Month, and what do people do? I mean, not everyone has the money or has a doctor to go to. How do people get checked for this? So this month is a wonderful month for people who now have the awareness, based on what we're talking about right now, or articles they're reading in the paper, hmm. to understand that there are free skin checks being done all over the country. And oh. the best way to look into these skin checks is to call either your local State Association of Dermatology, like the Florida State Association of Dermatology, and or your public health association, or your local hospital. Many of the hospitals have dermatologists on the weekends doing these free skin checks. But certainly to also just check the local accent section of your newspaper. Right. They're done in a variety of ways, many times through practices, dermatology practices, hospitals, associations, but it really should be an easy thing for people to find. And I would just Google free skin check month of May. Is so this, yeah. is this something you created the month of May uh, for melanoma or it's, I never heard about it. It's been around for, I don't know, maybe 35 years. Oh. Mm -hmm. The American Academy of Dermatology, which is the national organization that all dermatologists belong to, mm -hmm. started this because the awareness issue about skin cancer and trying to save lives from early detection mm -hmm. drove the concept of Melanoma Monday, which yeah. is the first Monday in May every year. Mm -hmm. And then the whole month of May is about skin cancer awareness. And so Great. the association started this concept and many communities, many associations, many organizations like ours, school systems. We do a project throughout the Palm Beach school system to do art contests to raise the awareness for children to start teaching at a young age. So there's a lot done with this. And I would just really implore people who have not seen their dermatologist or haven't been to a dermatologist right. to take the chance this month to go get a free skin check mm. and go ahead and early detect a possibility of a skin cancer. And as you said, there's no excuse. It's in every town, village, city across America. Wow. Uh, many dermatologists, as you both pointed out, uh, are offering this for free. Ho call your local hospital, your state organization of dermatology. And uh, no excuse, people. I mean, you know, you don't want to always be in fear, but at the other, other end, if her brother had been diagnosed maybe a year earlier, two years earlier, he would have been sitting here with us today. And so you're passionate about that from a personal experience, and I love that. Mm. It must That's be sad true. for you when you think about this, but in a way you're, you're creating a legacy for him. Oh, you're helping thousands and millions probably with this. Nah. You know, this message is so important, but we also don't want people to be afraid of the sun. Oh. So, so how do we uh, way balance this? Great <laughs> conversation. <laughs> we all live in South Florida. People love to ski in Colorado. Yeah. People come here for vacation. Yeah. It's all about sun safety. Mm. It's about prevention. So a wide brim hat, yeah. sunglasses, mm -hmm. sunblock, sun safe clothing, 
you can try to stay out of the sun during the peak hours, which are from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Right. But that Say that again so people in Florida. understand. So, right, the peak hours between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m., when the sun is at its strongest, mm-hmm. if you can avoid the sun, great. But maybe you're a golfer, maybe yeah. you're a tennis player, maybe right. you're a swimmer. Mm-hmm. The issue is that at this point, there's so many tools to protect your skin. That wide brim hat, the sun block. That's the big one. That that nobody knows I that. Wear That's that. the number one, <laughs> better than anything else. Yeah. I agree. And I saw a girl the other day, she could have been Dumbo. I mean, this hat was like, the. I think I have to get one of those. <laughs> it's beautiful. In fact, some of the hats with the Royal Crown, the, the Derby, was, were yeah, like, there you go. they could have been out on the beach. But um, the other thing that is very nice to know that today, you know, those sun safety clothing manufacturers, mm-hmm. they have the bathing suits. I have nine grandchildren. We go to the beach all the time. We love the ocean. And so they're in long sleeve, breathable fabrics. They're covered from head to toe. Mm -hmm. We're swimming, we're in the ocean, we're at the beach. The kids play outdoor sports because that's why we all live here. So we, like you're saying, we're trying to encourage people to live their life, have it fun, fulfilled with the outdoors, but be safe. Yeah. Be safe. Well, you're right. But yeah. this is this is really an important show that we're holding, and mm-hmm. we're just very happy. Especially and summer coming on. <laughs> yeah, happy with Deborah coming in, mm. who actually founded an organization to help all of us protect ourselves from what kills thousands and thousands and thousands of people worldwide every single year. Uh, lay back in your easy chair or. Uh, park the car on the side of the road and listen to this beautiful music. We'll be right back and we'll give you some more advice on this. Somewhere beyond the sea, somewhere waiting for me, my lover stands on Tommy Sands. Watch Ships that go sailing, sailing somewhere Beyond the sea, she is there waiting for me If I could fly like birds on high Then straight to her arms I'd go sailing It is far beyond the stars Just as before And happy we'll be beyond the sea And never again will I go sailing Give it to the drummer now Do it drummer, do it! Just as before And happy we'll be beyond the sea I'll never 
sailing. No more sailing. So long sailing. No more sailing. Bye bye sailing. No more sailing. No more sailing. No more sailing. Goodbye aqua. No more sailing. Oh wah wah wah. No more sailing. Oh tata H two O. Hippocrates Health Institute is located on 55 beautiful acres in West Palm Beach. Hippocrates Health Institute has lectures every month, a health and happiness event open house the last Tuesday of each month, and other events. Attend a health and happiness open house, let them know you heard about it on Legends Radio, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $100 gift card for spa or salon services. Learn more at HippocratesInst.org. That's HippocratesInst.org, or call 561-471. 8876. Now back to health, happiness, and healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org. Now here are the hosts of Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates, Anna Maria and Brian Clement. This is Health, Happiness, and Healing with Anna Maria and Brian Clement from Hippocrates Health Institute. Today we're talking to Deborah Schwartzberg, who created the Melanoma Foundation. And we were just before break talking about how to protect yourself with large brim hats and sunscreen. And I want to chime in on that. You know, many of these sunscreens today, even in the health store, are dangerous. They actually create cancer. I had the great fortune in one of my lectures in California about 15 years ago to meet the couple, both doctors, PhD researchers, uh, that wrote the definitive book on it. And I interviewed them. And it's in our magazine, which if you got on the Hippocrates Health Institute website and looked at our magazine, every copy of every one we've made since 1980 is there. You could see this interview. And they said, you know, they put in so-called natural uh, ingredients with this, and a lot of these natural ingredients amplify the sun, creating more cancer. So we've got to even be cautious about the type. If you, the, the rule we have at Hippocrates is if you can't eat it, don't you put can't it on eat your it, skin. You <laughs> so everyone listening, yes, sunscreen. We're big. We wear it. We're yes. advocates of it. Yes. But you know, we make a line called Become. Uh, out of Australia, you have one Jurlik. Out of Europe, you have one Dr. Helschka. Mm-hmm. And these are really the A plus level. And by the way, it may cost a little more, but it's actually less because you need less. You need less to put on. And then the other thing we didn't talk about. You know, we all think it's sexy to have a tan. And right. I know. You know, when I was a kid, thank God there were no such thing as sunbeds because I would have come off a beach after 12 hours of sunbathing and probably gotten to a sun booth. So talk about a sunbed or a sun booth. So the tanning beds are just carcinogens. They're cancer producing. Mm. And there are many, many young women who did not know that who have gone before Congress to try to lobby against those tanning beds. Mm. And unfortunately, they still exist and still young people go in. Mm -hmm. But let's be very clear. The tanning beds are worse than the sun. So anybody who's listening to this should know Mm. that the tanning beds are absolutely not safe for them, their children, or their grandchildren. Mm. And that staying away from the tanning beds is number one. Yes. Then staying out of the sun and not being exposed. Especially between 10 and 3. Mm-hmm. And then being able to go to the dermatologist regularly so that if there's a spot that changes, you pick up the skin cancer early. Yeah. yeah. And that's how often, I mean, obviously this is your life and you're doing a brilliant job. How often should somebody be checked? And is we older? Do we need it more or what? So they say once a year is sufficient. 
it's very critical that you as the patient be able to be the advocate so that you know your skin when you go to that dermatologist once a year. But once you've had a skin cancer, very frequently you need to go more often. Okay. So it's not uncommon if somebody's had melanoma to yeah. go every three months. Yeah. If they've had squamous or basal to go every six months because it's once you've had a skin cancer, it's an indication that there's a significant chance you'll have more. Yeah. So then the more regular visits are required. Yeah, I find it often appears in other spots. If you've had it on the nose, maybe you have it on the, on the cheek or, you know, it, it often yeah, comes Today I did a consultation check. two hours ago with a woman, mm. uh, an alumnus of Hippocrates, who has had it 12 times reoccurring. Yeah. And I it gave happens. her advice, but I wish it was after this. She was shortcut. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known more it. to tell her. I'll call her back again. I will, actually. I'll write her and tell her. So yeah, but I think you don't really need much sunscreen because if you have long sleeve and you're in the water with long sleeve with a hat. and a hat, you don't need much. Right. So, But that skin that's exposed, for example, on your face, and you're saying the quality of the sunblock oh, yeah, yeah, makes a difference. Everything. And the application. So right. reapplying, because once you've been in the pool or once you've been yeah. in the ocean, it starts to wear away. Yeah. So about every hour, hour and a half, mm. you do need to reapply. Yeah. But getting good sunscreen that's good for your skin yeah. and good for sun safety is very critical. Yeah, well, what yes. was really interesting when I was directing centers in Europe in the 1970s, uh, sanitariums there with people with skin cancer would get them out early in the morning before nine o'clock yeah. and there was a Dr. Zyme that wrote a brilliant book called Sunlight back then that showed case study after case study where the sun was helping reversing skin cancer if it, the exposure was minimized under certain conditions where they put veils, silk veils, not even polyester veils over the people because it boosted the immune system. So ironically, when I started to learn that in the 70s, my hypothesis, and I think it's right, is why we get skin cancer today and much more than we did 100 years ago when people were really in the sun is because of our lifestyles. So what's the chemicals, the heavy metals, the poisons, uh, the clothing that's all made out of oil, polyester, nylon clothing, uh, what you get in one shower for 15 minutes, you actually, through your skin, get a liter and a half of water with chemicals in it. And now the immune system uh, is engaged and it comes out of your skin. And I picture yeah. the sun rays coming down, acting almost as if your skin's a frying pan with butter on it. Yeah. <laughs> so what is your thought on that? I mean, you're, you're the expert. I, that's my idea on it. You know, what you're describing makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, and it's clear that, you know, we're still trying to understand exactly why um, the issue of skin cancer has grown so significantly. What is it about what we're ingesting? Yeah. What is it about our bodies that doesn't ward off the sun yeah. the way it did in the past? Yeah. But um, I'm not sure that we understand it all as yeah. much as I know. And I'm so pleased to be able to talk about this today mm. and that this month is so important yes. to say to people, we don't know everything. No. But what we do know is that prevention Right. makes a difference, and early detection can save your life. Hmm. So how do, they, how do they get a hold of you in your organization? I mean, for anywhere in the world, by the way, they can get a hold of you because you can refer them to... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So the name of the organization is the Richard David Kahn, K-A-N-N, Melanoma Foundation, and that is the name of the website. And Spell, I am... Say it again. So. The Richard David Kahn, K-A-N-N, -N, yes. Melanoma Foundation. If you go to melanomafoundation.com, you will get to our site. Good. And 
I respond to all email inquiries. If they call the office and the phone numbers are there, all the information is there. We are happy to help. We answer questions. We help people understand how they can get into groups, you know, um, meeting groups with other people who have survived melanoma. Well, that must be A great. lot of people try to figure out how they can become more effective in raising awareness, right. how they can start their own organization. It's really such a easy skin cancer to talk about mm -hmm. because it's something that people can see and yeah, they right. can relate to. Yes. And so, you know, I can't tell you how many times I go up to total strangers, and I encourage people to do it. When they see somebody with this a blotch that doesn't look right, yeah. just say, I don't know you. You don't need to go near them. You don't have to invade yeah, exactly. their face. <laughs> exactly. You have a spot. Yeah. Good have for you. Have you seen a dermatologist? Well, that's yeah. very humane. Yes. It's the way to go. When right. you're at the beach and you see a child who's sitting out in the sun yeah. mm -hmm. without an umbrella, I without know. sunblock, there's nothing wrong with saying, would you please try to protect right. that child? Well, yeah. you know, this, this has been oh, a, a pleasure you. and a privilege yeah. to have a, a lady who has dedicated two decades of her life to help uh, other people save their life from the loss she had of her brother. Mm -hmm. uh, was he younger or older than you? He's older. Okay, that must have been a, a big brother when you were growing up, I'm sure protected you, and in a way you're protecting him now. Mm -hmm. And the next time we get together, I'm gonna talk uh, just last week in Dublin, Ireland, uh, we're going to have Mick on the, on the show, had advanced stage four melanoma, was dying, was given six, seven months to live, and reversed it on the Hippocrates program. That's one of many, many stories. But we'll be back next week, and just have a great week until we hear from you again. And uh, remain happy. And as we say, the title of this show is... Health, Happiness, and Healing. And we don't just say that. <laughs> have health, happiness, and healing. Be well. Thanks for listening to Health, Happiness, and Healing with Hippocrates on Legends 100.3. Call for your tour today, 561-471-8876, or visit HippocratesHealthInstitute.org.